know it's the weekend, but it's still seven o'clock. No, babies have no respect. If you had a long night, they do not care. Uh, ours is up at seven fifteen a.m. on the die. You walk into his room, heads popped up. He's standing up. He's like, "All right, come on." <laughs> And welcome back to the Riley Black Project, Crystal and John. Hey, how's it going? It's going. You good? Yeah. You ready? No. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's introduce our guests. All right. We have Samita in the news with Homebound Custom Decor. You did it. How's it going? <laughs> it's going great. Really? How are you guys? Good. We're good. Can't complain. <laughs> I can, but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're parents, you know. Yep. Yes. Businesses, so there's a lot to. A lot to complain about. Mm-hmm. But if more you know. on that on the iPhone. <laughs> right. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We are good. We are hanging in there. We're um, getting ready for the holiday season, which Ooh, I cannot yeah. believe is about to be. I know. What was that meme that we saw the other day where it was like January, February, February all the way to yeah, like March, April? And then like it was like March, April. <laughs> yeah. 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 Seriously, the summer flew by. Now it's. Already September, there is Christmas decor up at Costco already, which mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, trees are yeah. up already. Yeah, for sale. See that you know what they else need up for to sale? calm down. Foot skeletons are no, up for no, no, sale. No, 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 no. no. Oh, why are you trying to sell? Why are you trying to sell my and skeleton? There's a, there's a limited supply, and we hear this is the last year. So if you guys are interested in twelve foot, <laughs> I sold that. He's trying to sell my. Used, He's trying to sell my new decor. We've only used it for one season. We haven't even taken it out and of the box yet. It's new in box. literally right there. New in box. <laughs> I hear all the cool houses have the skeleton. See? We're not a cool house. Yes, we are. Prices are going up. That's what I mean. Like, they got to calm down, like, going to Christmas. Like, they got to give me my two months for Halloween. And they didn't go fast enough. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. I know. Well, and it puts a lot of pressure on us too, right? Like in yeah. the crafting industry, we're like, oh my gosh, do we need to go ahead and release Christmas yeah. to keep right. up? But yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it wouldn't hurt, you know, depending on if you have like if it's set up or if you want to like put those listings out. And if if they sell, they sell. If they don't, you know, they don't. I know that there's a lot of um like Etsy shops that have their their ornaments up all year yeah. round. They never yeah. take them down and they'll sell, like they'll randomly get an order for ornaments in like March or May or January. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. luckily that's, that's kind of a good idea because you don't have to necessarily keep them like in stock on their own. Right. You can use that acrylic for other projects or mm-hmm. wood or whatever it is, like, whatever medium you use, right. you can have it on hand for other things. Yeah. And yeah. as long as you keep having it coming in, then right. you're fine and you yeah. just keep it up on the site right. year round. Yeah. 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 So, how did you guys get into the laser industry? <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's a it's an interesting story. So I'll I'll kind of tell it from my perspective, and I'll let yeah. her kind of chime in. So we um our business actually started. We started doing stamp books. I don't know if people have seen them, but you essentially mm, take yeah, paper back really off the bind, and you stamp different things on the binds. You can stack yeah. them up, so you can do quotes or names or dates or lyrics. So I was on a business trip. And Samita goes shopping. She goes to a <laughs> boutique and comes home with these three stacks of books. And she's like, oh, look what I got. And I was like, oh, how much were they? And way overpriced. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, Are you? I was like, I could have made you those. I, I like to be kind of crafty. My dad was also one of those people. Like, I'm going to figure it out on my own. First, for asking someone, I'm going to just learn how to do it. Yeah. So I was like, I could have made this. So I went to Michael's. Well, they're basically like blocks of wood, right? 
They're paperback books. They're actually paperback oh, books. Actually, oh, okay. Later, Hobby Lobby um, kind of set the trend when they saw the books were really popular. They started mm. making them out of wood, but the original okay. product yeah. is repurposed books. So that was our whole okay. philosophy that you're saving a book that's going to be trashed, but turning it into purposeful decor. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it, it started there. And then so I was like, you know, you, you spent way too much. I'm sure we have some books around our house I could just use. Mm -hmm. right. We had some books. I went to Michael's, got some stamp stuff, and I made her a set. And she was like, Okay, yeah, yeah, I definitely overspend for this. You can definitely do this. And then one day she was like, let me throw this up on Facebook Marketplace, see if anybody wants to buy these. I mean, it's pretty right. easy for you to do. And we put up a Marketplace. Within a couple of days, we got a couple hits like, hey, I'm interested. Can you do this? Can you do this? And before we know it, before we started we selling it. these. Yeah, we were, I think by the end of two weeks, we were like 50 or 60 orders deep. Wow. And we uh, were doing them from our kitchen counter right behind us, and um, mm -hmm. we were meeting people at Whole Foods, opening up our trunk, and that's where people would have to pick up their order. We totally looked like we're dealing drugs. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. I, I look like that with my keychain thingies too. So <laughs> <laughs> little baggies, small items. Yours come in like baggies too. <laughs> Which we love, by the way. We love those keychain thingies. Yes, um, we should, you should see I when they come in. It's like. <laughs> They come in a huge, super taped up because they like, come from overseas. We got a compartment, like we got a oh bag. And I have she makes me do it in my underwear. Scales. I can't imagine when that goes through customs, or they're like, "What is this?" Oh, right. how about when we went to the, um, the oh laser my God, conference? The conference. Had, I was actually we had a whole nervous. Suitcase full of it. I wrote a note and put it in the suitcase. Not drugs. <laughs> so yeah. in case you're smuggling, just put not drugs. Yeah, right, that works right through. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so back to you smuggling drugs in Whole Foods. Right. So right. at least we were classy. We were at Whole Foods. Um, right. Speaking of all things laser, check out Houston Acrylic at HoustonAcrylic.com for reliable, laser-tested, and laser-approved materials. Made for makers by makers, Houston Acrylic features over 450 styles of acrylic sheets. With over 50 new arrivals being released this month, Houston Acrylic is committed to bringing new and innovative styles to the laser community. My personal favorite is the matte, anything matte, <laughs> and I feel it's perfect for everything. Don't forget to save 10% by using our exclusive coupon code TRBP10 at checkout. Get inspired today and visit HoustonAcrylic.com. Do it. Welcome to the revolution in laser engraving. Introducing Lens Digital, the creators of the game-changing Pyburn rotary attachment. With the Pyburn 4.0, you can turn ordinary cups, tumblers, glasses, and more into extraordinary masterpieces. Looking to engrave niche items or want the functionality of a chuck rotary? Look no further than the Pyburn Grip, Lens Digital's chuck-style rotary. With a range of different sized jaws, you can easily engrave a wide variety of items. All Lens Digital products are compatible with most CO2 and Galvo lasers and were designed specifically for the laser industry. All that, paired with the best-in-class customer support, Lens Digital is your one-stop shop for all of your rotary needs. Transform your laser engraving game with Lens Digital, where makers succeed. Unleash your creativity today. And don't forget, we are proud Lens Digital affiliates as well. If you're shopping, code RileyBlack will take $50 off any order of $600 or more. <laughs> we were, yeah, so we, we actually would meet customers there. And um, within a month or two, I think we were like, holy crap, we, we have a business here. So we yeah. um, came up with, you know, a business name at that time. It was Homebound Custom Books because that's all we offered. Mm -hmm. um, we, you know, didn't have uh, the 
in, like intelligence really to put together a website. So we did a free Google based website where mm. people could just input their orders. Um, and, you know, we would, uh, I think they could process payment there as well, but it was very, very elementary, but it worked for um, about six, seven months. And uh, we actually grew our, our Instagram following. We started shipping nationwide and we were doing all of this from one bedroom in our house, wow. uh, making thousands and thousands of books. Um, so by the end of the first year, we were like, okay, I think we have a business here. We got a little bit more legitimate. You know, we filed for an LLC. We opened a Shopify. Um, so we looked a little bit more professional. Um, and then Later that year, we decided we wanted to introduce something new. And so Anuj had been doing a lot of research on laser engraving. And we thought, well, people like personalized stuff. Let's just buy this for cutting boards. That's all we wanted to do, just engrave cutting boards. Right. So we got a Glowforge. Um, we did a Glowforge Pro because we you know, had big dreams that we were going to use the past through future. Right. Make all these things. Once. Yeah, never used it once. Um, as soon as we started cutting boards, that that took off. So we bought our first machine in August, and by December of that year, we had three Glowforge Pros um, in wow. order to keep up with business. So, um, and all of these were in you know our house again from one from Jeez. one bedroom. So it was insane. At that point, we were shipping out um, four to five hundred orders a month. We uh, had people picking up their, you know, orders from our porch. Uh, right. We did graduate from Whole Foods by then, and we were just having people <laughs> right. come to our front just porch. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, was, it was really intense. So then now we're about a year and a half into the business. Uh, we decided, you know, I got pregnant. So we decided, I think at this point, um, no, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Jumping away, yes. we, we went from our bedroom to our basement. So we moved our, our operations into our basement because our Mira 9 was coming. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, after having three Glowforge Pros through one holiday season, it just wasn't cutting it. Right. Um, we needed something Literally. faster. Literally. Yeah, we had our issues with Glowforge and they're like, <laughs> well, we'll send you a refurbished one. And we're like, yes. okay, well, we just bought this like two yeah. months ago. Fine. Right. Well, and so was there any, was it due to the size of the machine that you didn't buy like a larger industrial machine earlier? Because I mean, for three yeah. Forge Pros, you can, you can buy a pretty I think yes. it came down to the the size. And then also okay. with the Glowforge, what I was looking at was just more plug and play. It was easier. It was for sure. And I think yeah. another reason for us getting into the laser machines is I was doing all the stamp books myself. Right. It was just me stamping each book and it was just getting very time consuming. So I was yeah. like, we need to pivot. So in addition to this three Glowforge, we were still doing the stamp books. We were trying to slowly cut back just because it was so much time. I was the only one doing them. The laser, Samita was also running. And then we had some right. help at the time too that was also kind yeah. of doing it. It was a big decision when we decided to stop the stamp books. We had to make um, a, you know, a big announcement on our page right. and we had to give everyone like a two month notice to get their orders in. Right. And then we phased that out and went laser only. But yes, you're right. The only reason, um, you know, was because of space. Because at this point, we could have never foreseen that we would have moved out of our house. And right. that this would have turned into like a full-fledged business and we'd have a warehouse. Yeah. So we were like, well, the Mirror 9 is probably the only one that can fit. And so what were you, if you guys want to share, what were you guys doing? What were your jobs when the stamp books started? So at that time, um, Anuj is in sales uh, for a big yogurt company, and I was an attorney um, for a big fast food company, so we're very much into food. Um, <laughs> but 
So we were, yes, love it. Um, we were both working remotely. So we were working from home, which helped a okay. lot. That's really the only right. way that we were able to sustain this because we could, you know, work during the day There's and then immediately work. kind of switch gears and, right. right. And then during downtime, we could uh, do work as well. So we actually, um, well, Anuj still has that same job. I actually got laid off a few months ago. So I'm okay. trying to figure out kind of what my next steps are. But, you know, for the whole last three years since we started our business, for the most part, we all had um, our corporate jobs as well. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's so wait, you're balancing both of those even after having your baby? We were. Yeah. So we had um, our baby last year. And that's at the same time we moved into our first warehouse. Um, and at that point, we now have um, Amira 9 and Amira 7, and we recently added a Nova 14 and a second warehouse. So we have um, two warehouses, three machines. Uh, we still had two jobs and one baby. It kind of sounds like that Christmas song. Like, <laughs> right. Partridge in a pear tree. Right. That's basically, and we, as of a couple weeks ago, we recently just hired two, two employees to kind of help yeah. us out. So their job is solely fulfillment, packaging. Yeah. Uh, prepping materials for laser engraving. So we'll go in there maybe once a week. I'm um, just okay. kind of touch base. So they have a schedule. They come in and they kind of yeah. do all that stuff. But yeah. on the back end, I still handle kind of the financing. And then somebody does all the uh, social media and the marketing for it. Yeah. Right. You go ahead. I was going to say, <laughs> like scaling so high to the to the warehouse and to everything. How how do you how do you schedule? Because normally people leave their job and commit to their you know, to their company, how, how do you find the time? I mean, you, you got the two employees now, but how yeah. did you find the time balancing a, a baby, um, you know, a, a warehouse, a growing, a growing business plus your regular nine to five? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So, well, first I'll start by saying we're very blessed to have um, a lot of family nearby and uh, both of our parents are very hands-on. So, um, you know, our son's very lucky to have grandparents. And I think without them, we wouldn't be in the situation because, right. you know, at the drop of a hat, um, they're able to come and, you know, help us and, and whatnot. Uh, but at the same time, being remote, you know, working our corporate jobs, it did help us because a lot of times we would take our laptops and just work from the warehouse. So if we had a lot of jobs mm -hmm. to run, the laser could be running in the background, but we could still be right. working without, you know, sacrificing our quality of work for our day job. Um, yeah. And I think if we had to go into an office every day, that probably wouldn't have been possible um, yeah. just because the amount of orders that we were processing on a monthly basis. But being remote really gave us that flexibility. Yeah. I mean, so sorry, go ahead. No, I think, and I think for me, you know, still um, having my corporate job and, you know, there's some, you know, months of my travels heavy. If I'm sitting at the airport waiting for my flight or I'm on the flight, mm -hmm. I'll sit be there, you know, on the computer, like looking up what's trending or different yeah. materials to buy. So trying to find pockets of time, there's downtime to kind of help support. I've, I've stepped back quite a bit now with our two employees kind of helping out. And to me, it's really mm -hmm. kind of taking the bulk of it, kind of focusing on this. But I think just finding different pockets, especially when our you know, nine to five was over, it was, all right, let's jump right into this. And then, you know, some days we would work late nights and then some days we'd be like, you know what, we just need to call it at like 8.30 yeah, right. and just be done. That was really mm -hmm. important, like kind of listening to our bodies as well. Yeah. And then also seeing what's going around us. Like we didn't want to look back and, you know, miss, we're in our early thirties. So we didn't want to miss right. the fact that, you know, we, oh, we didn't hang out with our friends or we didn't go mm -hmm. to that birthday party um, right. or we don't have that time with our son so we put those things first and then work kind of goes around that right yeah we so we had tried at one point to kind of push the physical products a little bit more to make 
you know, some additional like side money to, you know, eventually maybe help him quit or whatever. And, but his job was outside of the home and it just made it so that any free time he had, we were on the laser and there was less time with the kids. There was like, it just, it literally meant that there was zero time. And then while he was at work, I was with the kids and we didn't have a lot of, um, help from the grandparents you know his mom right. was taking care of his grandmother and my mom lives in another state so mm-hmm. we didn't have like the additional and it was it was too much and you know you could you gotta you know, do what you can with like the little pockets you have yep. and I mean I was even telling him the other day I struggle um like when I get sick I don't I either do <laughs> too much or not enough I'm still even now like three, four years in. No, am I? Is it like five? It's like five. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Almost six, I think. Because we. It was 2018. Yeah. So that's yeah. five. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, okay. It'll be five in November. October, Is that November. When you start? Yeah. That's okay. when I got my Goldforge. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. You know, I was he I was telling him like I was sick, you know, last week or whatever. And I was like, I just don't know, like how to, I guess, listen to my body, like you were saying, because I either like and even when I I say that I'm doing nothing, but I'm still like if I get an inquiry on my Facebook or Instagram, I'm still answering those. I'm still looking for ideas. I'm still doing whatever I can from my phone. I'm still working. And like, Mm -hmm. we were still putting out like our keychain thingy Mm -hmm. orders. So it wasn't, I guess it wasn't nothing. I have to give myself a little bit of grace there. It wasn't zero, but you know, even we were talking about it when you, when you felt a little better, you will go ham. Right. And, and then, then I burn yourself out it. again and then yeah. get sick again. And then <laughs> it's, it's it was, this. it was a good thing that we had that conversation the other day because we had it. And then like two days later, I was feeling better. And I'm like, and I worked for three hours <laughs> and I did, I worked all day. And then we like sat on the couch for like our time to like watch a show or two. And I'm like pulling over like the little table that I have near the couch to like start separating out like keychain thingies and stuff. Oh. And I was like, I was like, I'm so tired. I was like, but I feel like I need to do this. And he was like, remember the talk we had the other day? <laughs> no, yeah. you're absolutely right. It's super so, important. I think that was one of the the bigger things too. Like, so A, we wanted to get the lasers out of the house before our son came just because, well, A, we needed space. I don't know why such little things take up like so much space. Right. <laughs> it's just all their stuff that they come with. Oh my but, God, so much. Um, but we needed the space, you know, we, we didn't necessarily want, um, we weren't quite sure if the ventilation was like the best, you know, right, the yeah. house. So we were like, okay, let's just get this out of here. We need more space for inventory. Um, but that was also giving us the separation between like our personal life and our business life. Cause when we're at the warehouse, we are, you know, full on, we're very invested. We work really hard, but then we can turn that off when we come home, except yes, we're, you know, of course, always on our phones and answering emails and stuff like that. But we have a whole nother side to our business, which is the laser education side. So that part, as you know, is very digital. So it's really important to constantly be, you know, answering people's messages or assisting them if they need help. So that part I struggle with too, you know, how to kind of turn that off and Mm -hmm. not getting to every DM or every Facebook message right when they um, respond, but it's hard. Yeah. It's, it's a, I don't know that I'll ever find that balance, even if we do move it outside of the house, because again, it's just, it's, it's a pro and a con 
that everything is, is so accessible yeah. right now. And yep. then there's certain things that you can do from your phone, but you probably shouldn't because it takes you twice as long and you don't realize yeah. it. Like there's, um, I got a, a small laptop to try and do stuff like try and do designs from my couch while I was like, you know, just hanging out with the kids and stuff. And right. it, it didn't, it didn't work at all. And like, it would kind of work, but like the screen was a whole lot smaller. I didn't have a mouse. Like, you know, yeah. it was, I found myself spending way more time on a design than I would normally. And <laughs> excuse me, I wasn't, 100% focused because obviously yeah. I have to make sure my kids are good and alive and not getting into yeah. something. And, you know, now it's our, our podcast laptop. So, you know, it worked out, but um, it's, it's, yeah, it's difficult finding like when to stop and when to not. And then also, I mean, as you guys, I'm sure can probably relate having the like husband and wife thing, like mm -hmm. do, spending the time together for the business, like sure. It's nice, but like at the same time, that's not like, quality time with your spouse that you know so finding time what is there's also those memes that are like uh finding the time to be healthy um eat well spend time with your kids you know okay. grow yeah. your business grow your your marriage your relationship like balancing all of that is just like literally an everyday <laughs> difficult yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you're no, absolutely it's, right it's hard i think biggest thing for us was, you know, trying to find ways to scale back now that our son's here, you know, we don't want to lose it on those moments in time. So mm -hmm. we're trying to think for ourselves, okay, you know, as he's in, as he's super young, he's sleeping most of the time. So it's pretty easy, but now he's right. in daycare. He's so yeah. active. He, you know, we took him out mm -hmm. today. Like, how do you find ways to not kind of, you know, be on the laptop working around him, mm -hmm. like during our time with him or, you know, on right. our phones, answering emails or Instagram, like we're trying to find pockets of, Okay, he's at school. He's away. We've got some downtime. We can do it now. When yeah. he comes home, it shuts off. It's our time right. with him. And part yeah. of that was us also learning to let go of, you know, aspects of our business. Because in my head, I'm like, no, no one's going to, you know, package this properly or no one's going to know how to run the laser like we do. I mean, it's a machine. They can all learn just like yeah. we did, right? But it, it's just your baby and it's your business. Yeah. So you want to treat it with that care. But I think that was the biggest step for us. And once we uh, kind of relinquish that to someone, yeah. now we realize the value of the help that they bring. Mm -hmm. Attention all laser owners and crafters. Are you tired of spending hours cutting, painting, and assembling laser products? Look no further than Crazy Laser Dad Laser Ready Blanks. Their high-quality blanks are expertly sourced, tested, and ready to use with your lasers. Say goodbye to the hassle and frustration of time-consuming projects, and hello to more time creating and selling. Plus, with their wide selection of items, you'll surely find the perfect blank for all your customers. So what are you waiting for? Visit crazylaserdad.com today and take your laser crafting to the next level with their laser ready blanks. Yeah, there was um one of the guys that you follow, he's like one of the motivational like business speakers. Mm -hmm. He said something about if someone if you can hire someone to do it 70% as good as you do it, it's right. worth it. Yeah. yeah. And my perfectionist self is like, oh, 70. I need 100. <laughs> yeah. But it's hard because I'm like, and I'm such a perfectionist. It's it's even hard for me to pass stuff on to him. Like I, yep. I'm a terrible, terrible delegator. And I know that if we want to grow, I'm going to have to eventually like let that stuff go. Like, you yeah. know, even the packaging stuff, I can let that go. You know, the 
and it may take time, you know, there's going to be training, there can be some spot checks, there, there's going to be some, some bumps in the road, and you have to, like, that's yeah. to be expected. Because, um, again, we're going to hire a human. <laughs> so they're going right. to be human and make human mistakes, especially yep. when they're new. But relinquishing that control is, is tough. It is tough. And we, um, so we help you know, part of the business is the laser education, like I mentioned. And um, recently we hosted two meetups in Atlanta and we, you know, initially kind of threw out the idea. Let's, you know, we were like, let's see if anyone even wants to come. Does anyone even want to meet up? Um, And the first one sold out pretty quickly. So we got really excited and we're like, oh my gosh, we have 30 people coming to our warehouse. And we had no agenda at the beginning. (laughs) We just had not spent the time to do that. So we literally had to prioritize a day of, you know, what do other business owners want to hear about? And it's a lot of what we're talking about, right? How to balance Mm -hmm. your day, how to grow your business, how to get your product out of, you know, out there in front of more people. But it made us realize after the end of spending three, four hours with other laser, you know, owners that Mm -hmm. we're all struggling with the same thing. We're all just trying to balance like a million things at one time and be the best, you know, that we can be while also trying to compete with each other. Right. You know, in a healthy way. So it, it it's tough. And I don't know, like you said, I don't think we'll ever really have a balance, but right. we're just surviving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta try each day, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, and then my my dad had a business for almost 35 years on his yeah. own that he, you know, found up. He just recently retired two years ago and when we got into this business, he's like, I'll tell you one thing, your own business is no matter how much you make it, it's a 24 seven job. You will get a call on a random Sunday, even though you think you're good because something happened or they have a question, you're never going to be totally off. Like even when we would go back and visit family overseas, he would get an international man because he would get calls from his employees. Like, Hey, what do I do here? Do I pay this invoice? Like, he's Mm -hmm. like, you're never off. You just got to find time to scale back as much as you can, but Mm -hmm. there will probably be one thing every day. Even if you don't, you will be thinking about something, something every day. We'll pop up a thought, something. I get the best ideas when I am laying in bed, trying to fall asleep. Yeah. I remember one day when you brought up the hat rack idea, Oh, right. Literally, as we're laying in bed talking about to go to sleep, and he was like, Oh, could you make me a hat rack? And then my mind starts going crazy. Good night. Uh, trying to, and he's like, Good night. And he falls asleep in five seconds, of if course. that. And I'm, I don't. But yeah. my son is too. He'll like, I, so he'll put him to bed, and then I go in there afterwards to like say goodnight and half the time by the time I get from like the couch to his door he's already like oh I almost fell asleep and I'm like great <laughs> having have a whole bunch of these in the house they can fall asleep with the drop of that but um it, I get the best ideas and then my brain doesn't shut off and it's like oh yeah. we could do this so we could do this we could do this I'm like great thanks I won't sleep I appreciate you giving me an idea at this time but even if he doesn't my brain will come up with it and then you know yeah. Well, We're yeah, you're always the same way. We'll we'll send emails to our work email or our business email of ideas with a title in the subject. Like like you said, hat rack. If we come up with something, it's like, oh, you know. Akasha cutting board yeah. with this design. And then right. we're like, look, I'm like, Samita, what is this? She's like, and then, oh, I just thought of this. And I'm like, and sometimes okay. it doesn't even make sense. Like two right. days ago, I sent an email that said, check JDS. And so the next day I woke up and I was like, check JDS for what? For what? Like, <laughs> what did I send myself? I was looking, I have this list on my phone that's like file ideas. Now, mind you, 
I haven't created a new file. I mean, I kind of created one a couple months ago for back to school for someone who had asked for one um, for a business that I like had collaborated with. But even before then, it was several months before that. But I haven't been like a solid file creator in probably over a year or two. Yeah, about. At least. I still have lists of files that I want to create someday when I find that time. And the other day I was looking for an idea and I was looking at that list. Now, some again, some of those are probably several years old. And I was like, what does that even, what is that? What, what was I talking about? I'm like, I got to write it down. And yeah, no idea yeah. where I was going with that. <laughs> I know. But yeah. at least, hey, at least you're writing it down because yeah. otherwise you will forget 100%. I know. It's crazy. Like it comes in and you literally have to jump on it in that second and hope that your note yeah. makes sense later. Because right. if you if you don't write it down, there's definitely no chance that you're going to remember, you know, that brilliant idea. And I mean, those it's those ideas though that are just randomly born that are often like the the thing that will take off for people or become their like niche item or you know so what are your like what is your product line right now because you guys don't like offer everything like you don't have like a friend who's like oh can you make me this this random milestone or whatever right um, yes, and we do have those friends who will ask <laughs> everything. They wish could. I mean, there's just so many amazing things that you can make and so many amazing file designers oh out there that we rely so heavily on because we're not creative in you know that um that sphere. Like we, we don't have a lot of experience with silhouette or ink space or um all of the programs out I can there. make you something in Microsoft Paint. Yeah. Or PowerPoint, <laughs> but that's about it. And no, well, like, I we mean, I remember I was so shocked when you guys were using what were you using PowerPoint? PowerPoint, yeah. yeah. That blew my mind when I found out you guys because then I mean, so I my background is I bought a silhouette cameo to like make onesies for my first son. And then yeah. I learned I was I self-taught myself like how to learn so how to do silhouette and then I used silhouette for the laser which is why I was comfortable buying a laser because I already knew the program because I hated learning programs and I had one down. So it was good. But knowing that like you guys were doing your files for like the personalization of the names and stuff on PowerPoint, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that, I mean, that's resourceful. Yeah. That's, but that's no. how we started because we had no right. experience. And yeah. then so we got introduced to the world of Etsy where you can buy files and support right. other people who are good at yeah. it. So, that's what we yeah. do. Now. But um but yeah, so we we offer the way that we like to describe it is we we try to offer things that are easily giftable for any major occasion. So mm. it may not be for, you know, every holiday like we don't do Halloween for example or mm-hmm. you know, we sometimes we'll dabble with Easter, but we try to keep things consistent for, mm-hmm. you know, the events that people are going to. So weddings, um anniversaries, birthdays, you know, bachelorettes, housewarming, um, house yeah. The things that we know will consistently be streamlined throughout the year where we don't have to change our designs, we don't have to change the products. Right. You know, we can keep the same inventory throughout the year. Um it just makes it easier and more efficient for us from an operational right. standpoint, but right. Christmas is obviously the exception, right? Um, 
at, that's when we you know try to introduce new things, new designs. Um, we're also of a South Asian heritage, so there's a really mm -hmm. big festival called Diwali that comes up in the okay. fall as well. It's basically our uh, New Year, so we do offer a big uh, lineup for that, you know, nice. as well. But otherwise, yes, there are a lot of cutting boards, coasters, tumblers, just things that we can also easily source. So we don't right. do a lot of assembling. Um, we don't do a lot of, we don't do any painting. Um, right. I don't like know how to paint. And so we try to stick with. <laughs> That's yeah. why I use acrylic. <laughs> yeah. And then every now and then we'll pick up whatever's trendy, like the Stanley yeah. toppers right yeah. now are really right. trendy. So we'll, we'll, we yeah. picked up on that, but mm -hmm. you know, it's not like a, an everyday life occasion, but it's just something that people yeah. want. And like, right. so we'll pick up on the trends and, you know, we never take credit for them. We're like, Oh, we yeah, saw right. some other people doing that's trending. But right. I think to me, this point mainly just lifestyle, all life's occasions that you can easily yeah. gift. And so that's memorable for someone. Yeah. I think that's one mistake that a lot of, especially I wouldn't say newer laser owners make because I think doing a little bit of everything when you're brand new, unless you have like an idea of what you already want to do. Um, like when I was new, I was trying a little bit of everything and it taught me what I liked and what I didn't like. And yeah. I didn't like making like the same thing over and over and over again. And so I realized like I would see like the people they post about, you know, oh, I got a wholesale order for 500 of the same ornament. And I'm like, the money sounds great, but I would also be bored. It wouldn't be, no. I'd have, if I did do something like that, I would have to find a way to be able to get like the creative side out, like maybe take a couple commissions or, you know, something like that. Um, but I knew ahead of time that like, that wasn't really where I wanted to, to go with it. Yeah. Um, but the, they make the mistake in doing everything or offering anything. And so that, you know, it's hard when you're in the beginning because turning down an order when you maybe aren't necessarily making any money or you need to pay off your laser, pay for materials. Um, it's hard to say no, but you know, when you're doing a sign for the first time, you don't necessarily know the best sealer, the best glue, exactly. the best processes, you know, that kind of stuff. And so if every project you're doing is brand new to you, you're learning something, but like you're not giving yourself enough time to perfect that yeah. item and get the production time, you know, it like at a good time and, you know, have a system and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's good when you're like trying to figure out what you want to do maybe, or what you want to offer. Mm -hmm. But I know I've seen people say, you know, I, I do everything and I'm not getting any orders or it's, it's taking me forever and I can't figure out, you know, how to balance it all. And it's like, well, cause you know, you might be switching from some intricate sign to a Stanley topper to, you know, like 20 different things all over the place. And then there's no way to have a real production or, you know, I also feel like it's important for you to be able to brand yourself. Right. So mm. I see all the time, like in my you know local mom groups on Facebook, someone will ask, hey, I need a personalized gift. Does anyone have any recommendations? And in the last three years, we've grown to be like the number one company that's consistently like even before I can chime in to recommend our, you know, yeah. ourselves, there are like right. seven or eight moms who have already said, oh, if you need a cutting board or if you need a coaster, this is who you want to go to. So you right. become kind of branded as, okay, that is like the gifting company versus, right. well, I'm not really sure what they do. I think they do a little bit of everything. Right. 
you know, you, you kind of lose your sense of brand. Right. Well, I mean, it helps too with the customer. I know personally, if I'm given too many options, mm -hmm. I'm overloaded. Yes. So if I go to like no knock at Casey and his stuff, but pattern ply, I no. I can't my I can't handle it. Yes. My ADHD, my like I, I'm I have to choose from hundreds, if not thousands at this point, of patterns. And then I have to choose what's on the inside. And then I have to choose if I want a double sided and I'm no. out. I can't. Yeah. So for customers who are looking for like a gift and maybe they aren't quite sure what they want, mm -hmm. if they go to your website and you offer like these core items, it's, exactly. it's easier for them to choose. Oh yes. I could see them, you know, really benefiting from a cutting board or coasters or, Oh yeah, that's right. She just got the new, you know, Stanley, exactly. Stanley pup. And so she, you know, wants one of those toppers or something. It helps your customers too yeah. know what to order. And that's something and we, I've tried to dial back on. Exactly. Yeah. We have categories on our website as well. So like gifts for men or housewarming mm -hmm. gifts or baby shower gifts. And I think that helps too, because, you know, when you're shopping, you may have already said, oh, I'm going to the housewarming. I'll just, you know, pick up some flowers. But now right. you're on the website and you're like, oh, wait, I'm, I maybe I should grab this housewarming gift. And you weren't even thinking about it. So it kind of makes you think of what you you know, may not know that you needed. Right. Um, that's kind of what the Stanley toppers are, right? Like no one actually needs the Stanley right. topper, yeah. but it's just the marketing that is making you think that you mm -hmm. need that. So that's right. what we kind of strive to do on our website too, just make yeah. you see the potential that these products have for right. so many different occasions. And I think yeah. something else that we've really kind of done as well, we've kind of scaled back our offerings versus like we have maybe a, like three or four different mm -hmm. cutting boards, but offering different designs yeah. on that same board versus mm -hmm. having 10 cutting boards with different things. Like yeah. pick your board. Here's the design options. You have three or four to choose from right. pick them, yep. versus having right. so many different things. So that's something that we really can leaving it up to them because right. they don't know, or they come to you with a design. Maybe they saw on Pinterest or something, which there's no problem in that. But if you can't find a file for it or you don't have a design background, yeah. now you're yeah. like, you know, you're like, oh, I can't create that. But then if you're like, oh, these are the three or four that I offer, you know, do any of these, do you, you know, do any of these yeah, right. match like what you're looking for? You kind of give them, you know, <laughs> something exactly. to something to go with, you know, because I, I, I remember a couple years ago when I was doing Christmas orders and it was literally just there were a lot of signs. So there were some similar items but there were so many different things it was impossible like because I was like oh it's Christmas time you know not everybody wants the same thing I didn't realize that I could steer people with a product line and yeah. you know obviously you want to you can steer what you choose for your product line for what is popular and that will help it be more successful okay. um but, you know, again, we don't do a lot of physical products right now, but we are going to offer them again for, for we typically do for Christmas. Okay. But directing them like, oh, you know, we have tumblers, can coolers, coasters, you know, that kind of stuff. And they're like, oh, then they can think of who can I purchase that for or what kind of gift can I knock off my list with those items, you know, especially friends and family because they want to like support you. But then also, you know, they get to two birds with one stone. They get to get a gift and then also support, you know, their friend's exactly. business. Um, and then it also helps you not lose your mind. And I was working until 3, 4 a.m. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't know what time we were 
I we had JR then. Yeah, because we moved. Yeah. It was when we moved here. I mean, there were there so, were nights there were nights that I would go to sleep. I would tap out and just yeah. go to sleep and leave you. Right. You know, either cutting or designing something for somebody mm -hmm. or, or tweaking things. Yeah. And yeah. Just because. And then waking up at I don't know what time because I mean, well, he was good then. He didn't have daycare yet, so he slept right. till like nine. Yeah. So I get at least a few hours. School ruined everything. School made him make wake up at nine a.m. Sounds like so dreamy now. It was dreamy. We yeah. we were so lucky. He he slept until around nine o'clock mm -hmm. until he started daycare at around two, and once oh. he started daycare at two, and we needed to, we had to drop him off like before nine. Nine was almost like the unofficial yeah. cutoff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, we obviously were paying for it. So we kind of wanted yeah. to get the most out of it. Right. <laughs> and so we'd have to drop him off earlier. And then and then he started going to preschool. And mm -hmm. that was at like eight. Yep. And that ruined everything. Yep. So <laughs> My man wakes up at seven o'clock. No alarm. <laughs> On the dot. No, no matter what time. Oh, yeah. Saturday, Sundays, doesn't matter. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. It feels like the weekend, but it's still <laughs> seven o'clock. No, babies have no respect. If you had a long night, they do not care. Uh, ours is up at 7.15 a.m. on the die. You walk into his room, head's popped up. He's standing up. He's like, all right, come on. Start the day. Get out of here. Well, and then and the worst part is when they can get out of the bed oh, themselves. No. Oh. Yeah, it's... If you, get, if you get a climber and you're not ready, crib tent. Mm, oh. That's the point we're at. Crib tent. So JR was in the crib until 3? Three, yeah, three or then, almost like right yeah, he before never, he we never climbed had, out. He never tried no, to climb out. He never out. tried to climb out. Never. Ever. He would, even if he woke up before us, he would like wait. He'd, yeah, he'd be yelling at us, yeah. but he'd wait. Um, but yeah, Jackson, no, we had to try all the things. He has a he has a crib tent now. He's yep. literally well, locked in there. Yeah, we, even did, we didn't that. know that they existed we until we did. <laughs> we even did the um the sleep sack. So he was out of the sleep sack. Yeah, and he started putting his little leg up, so we put the sleep sack on, so he couldn't get his leg up. Yeah. Well, then he He's figured out put it. He well, he figured out all I need is my knee up. Oh my <laughs> and god. Then I can like leverage on my knee, and then yeah, and then I was and like, we weren't well, ready we for yeah. two kids that had free yeah. range. <laughs> One kid is enough. Yeah, but then they come. He comes every morning. This morning he came barreling. No, it wasn't this morning. Morning I woke up. And I went to go to the bathroom because your alarm had gone right. off. All the lights on were in the house. Yeah. Because <laughs> my I man looked, decided he wanted a color before school. He, oh, drew no. himself, he drew himself a pair of Nikes. And now he wants Nikes. Oh, <laughs> he's really manifesting it. Right. Yep. Vision <laughs> He put he he drew it, he colored it in, and he put it on the fridge. And told us what color and everything. Yeah. Red, if you're shocked. His his yeah. favorite oh. color is blue, but I think he's red and blue. He made one red, one blue. <laughs> he made he drew two shoes. <laughs> yeah. Of course. He's got two <laughs> feet. One of each. Two pairs. <laughs> uh, two per. Knowing him, he probably wants a red and a blue, just one red and one blue. He would totally wear them together. Yeah. 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 He loves mixed matching shoes. <laughs> which drives me crazy. Yeah, which which I'm like, go for it. I let him do it. <laughs> Hopefully, ask you to make him something. Oh, yeah. Not yet. Um, I mean, kind of. So he's kind of like a lot of my friends and family who don't really understand like what I make. Um, anytime I anytime I gift them anything, they're like, "Did you make this?" I remember I made. Yeah. <laughs> I gifted my friend. I don't even remember what I gave her. It was way before lasers. I think I just had my vinyl machine at the time, and I gave her this like crazy. It was like a a box that looked like a cupcake. 
So it had like all this like fabric on the top to like make it look like a cupcake or whatever. And like she was so amazed by the box and was like, did you make this? And I'm like, no, <laughs> like I probably could if I wanted to because I'm creative. Right. No, I this I bought that. That was a good that was worth the five dollars and not eighty dollars in two hours, yeah, right. eighty dollars in supplies in two hours of my time to make it. Um, but so it's he's like great. he sees anything and he's like, Oh, can you make this? Or did yeah. you make this? But he'll totally be the kid oh. who's gonna be like, Can you make my friend? Or oh, my yeah. friends. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, you're so. gonna be the cool mom that can make anything. Yes. I hope so. <laughs> I'm also definitely the hot mess mom. Like, if I'm gonna be the one dropping them, he's the one who drops them off. So yeah. I don't. They don't get to see that version of me. Um, but yeah, I'm still hot mess when I pick them up at five o'clock in the right. afternoon. We all are. We all right. are. We so, show up to drop off like half in our pajamas. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. I live in yoga pants and t-shirts. Yeah. And most of my shirts are are branding. So I'm pretty sure they're like, does is that the same shirt? They're like, what's the logo? <laughs> <laughs> but it's they, I could change it and yeah. still gonna be the same logo. So they're not gonna have any. <laughs> That's too funny. That's funny. So what now that you guys you had the one warehouse and the second warehouse, like what are your like next like business goals or are there some like you know things that you you want to meet in the next few years or next few months or anything like that yeah yeah so the first biggest thing is this can sound really silly so our warehouses are right next to each other literally the two doors and there's a wall in between yeah so mm -hmm. right now to go from one warehouse we have to literally go outside go inside to the second which is getting so annoying Right. So we've actually finally just got approved from the landlord to get a cutout for a door. Oh, nice. Connected to, to make it yeah. one big warehouse because it's, it's running, taking a cart out there, bringing a cart back in. Like it's just getting, right. yeah. you know, so that's exciting for us. Um, we have a fiber laser coming yeah. um, nice. sometime this month. So we're excited for that to get into some metals and yep. really kind of cut back our time on just certain yeah. things like the leather rats. It's like right. half the, the fiber laser and some yeah. other things yeah. as well. We do a lot of hats. We do bottle openers and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. we're having that. And we have dabbled around with the idea of maybe a lot of our customer ask us for color. They're like, hey, I mm -hmm. love your stuff outside of like a color. Powder -coated okay. color. Can you give color? So we're potentially looking at UV printing. Mm, okay. Our yeah. lineup. Yeah. We haven't. We're like looking into it. We haven't made any commitments yet. But That's also, hard. all days coming up. Like, do we have time yeah. to learn this new machine and run this? Right. And right. we're going to be in a. Fine, but I think that would probably be the next steps. I think it would about. make the most sense, you know, in order to expand. We we had looked at sublimation, and in full disclosure, we had actually purchased all of our sublimation equipment, and yeah. it sat there collecting dust for about six months because our laser business was keeping us so busy. We just could not invest the time to right. properly learn it. So we actually just made the decision last month to sell our sublimation equipment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we were like, if we haven't done it in six months, we're probably not going to do it. Right. right? So let's, you know, let's just sell it, get, you know, get our investment back. Um, and now we would rather put that maybe toward UV printing, like Anuj said. Mm -hmm. I think that would be something that would just give our, you know, take our business to the next level, give, um, you know, our customers, we did that with the stamp books, right? We went from stamp books to laser engraving, and that's mm -hmm. how we were able to add more products. And now from laser engraving, we could go to UV printing. And I love that you can combine the two. Um, so right. well, people UV print on laser bull items mm -hmm. too. So, yeah. um, 
it just seems like the next logical step. We have dabbled with embroidery as well. That just mm. looks a little complicated to me. Yeah. I don't know if you have you seen those crazy like some of yeah. the machines, like especially we went to go pick up a, a screen sure, printing yeah. order once and they had like um uh embroidery machine like right at the front of their like lobby area yeah. and it was doing what like five hats or something at a time something like that yeah and you know all the different like the string and the string, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was i just imagine crazy. like the string getting tangled and that be like Dang. the worst like way worse than having to contact glowforge for support <laughs> <laughs> exactly i don't know but anyway so that may be something down the road um as well yeah. and we have a lot of affiliate partnerships with, you know, companies that we like using, of course, right. Elon being one of the largest. So that does keep us fairly busy. So I think that that's part of our business that we really want to continue growing because we see the value in um, right. affiliate partnerships. And these are things that we stand, you know, behind and they're things right. that we actually use, which I think mm -hmm. makes a huge difference. So right. that's part of the business that we want to grow as well. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's an easy, like... I don't know, transition or an easy, like, like payback, you know, typically I haven't found any that it costs more for the customer to buy. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's like, it's an easy way for, uh, you know, us to get some additional like kickback when it's something we would do anyway. Like I would right. share Eon. Um, I'm also a, a save a cup affiliate yeah. and I, you are as well. Yep. Um, but these are companies that I love that I used for several months before I became yeah. an affiliate. Um, I wouldn't, I, with my anxiety, there's, you can guarantee that I'd never share a company that I don't yeah. mm -hmm. recommend because I don't want that message that you bought right. some tumblers or some laser or something. And you're yeah. having all these issues. I remember when I was, you know, ev not like everyone had a Glowforge referral code Right. And anyone who would personally ask me before using my referral code, I would always let them know, like, please make sure you understand the limitations. There yeah. are some pros. Like, it was an amazing starter machine for me. It's the reason I'm even in this industry at all. Yep. You know, there's it, there it has its purposes. Yeah. But at the same time, please make sure that I'm going to tell you the things I didn't know or didn't think of yep. before I bought it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just another way to kind of get like a little bit back yep. for, and a lot of that stuff we're doing like for free, you know, I'm, I'm sharing this on my Instagram or my Facebook or in one of the many groups that I help admin or moderate. And, you know, I'm not, I'm doing it with the intention to, to help you, but then it also takes my time to formulate that post to, yes you know, get that information out there. And it's just an added bonus if you can get something back, you know, exactly. in the and I think you're spot on. We're, we're the same way. We wouldn't put a company forth that we didn't believe in or trust. Mm -hmm. Like prime example, Glowforge reached out to us when they launched their aura. I think it's mm -hmm. called aura, the, yep. Yep. The, the new laser. And just send you this machine and promote it. And, you know, we respectfully declined it just because, you know, right. we, we, we got our mm -hmm. start as well, but after seeing the reviews, it's a diode, right. it's super slow yeah. and you can't cut certain things. We're just like, right. you know, we would rather have that person buy an actual Glowforge or just go straight right. to Ethan yeah. and right. get their, you know, spend a little bit more, but mm -hmm. get your time, your investment, your worth. It doesn't align with where your business is currently. Now there's some people who have a strictly 
diode laser business that it makes sense for the products they're doing, what they're doing. I saw somebody, um, Uncharted Customs, Sam, who we had on previously, Mm -hmm. he just shared, um, some like bottle toppers that he did on a on an x tool and i'm pretty sure the x tool is a diode as well but it was a small little item and it was super fast now so there's there's uses for those that make sense for certain businesses or if it is a hobby laser or you're really just making you know small things for friends and family or you have a small you know you have small products that you want to brand or and you don't have a big you don't have room for a big laser at the same time paying i don't know what it is it's over a thousand dollars for a six watt diode um yeah and that's the other thing that i don't necessarily love is that they kind of hide that they don't it's not it's unlike so eon when you buy um your mirror nine Mm -hmm. you know it's a 80 watt, 90 watt, 100 watt, you choose that. You know what type of laser it is because that's literally the name of it. Mm -hmm. Well, the Glowforge is the Glowforge Aura. And you have to like kind of dig for Mm. that six watt information that it's a diode and not a CO2. And, you know, you don't you don't know that stuff in the beginning. And that's really important because six watt, you know, there's a lot of limitations in that. Right. so yeah, you just got to make sure that when you, if you get to that point to affiliate marketing or, you know, at one time X tool had reached out to us and it, the, the machine they were offering me was not something I would ever use. Mm-hmm. So I declined it. It was right. like, that's, that's mm-hmm. not something I, I, I'll never get around to giving you <laughs> the review. That's probably going to be required. Once right. I do that review for you, I probably won't use it again because, again, it doesn't align with my business or what I want to do. And then it also didn't feel genuine right. to my followers that, exactly. oh, look, I got this free machine. Go buy one when I'm I'm never going to use it myself. Right. <laughs> it's such a fine line. And that's I think we've we have a lot of affiliate partnerships now, but we we try to limit it to one mm-hmm. per category, right? So right. you know, we we do use a lot of vendors for acrylic, for example, mm-hmm. but we're going to just choose the one that we have thought has provided the best customer service, the best product, mm-hmm. um, because like you said, we just wouldn't feel good about it otherwise, right? right? So yeah. it's, it's tough because, you know, we are blessed in the laser community to have so many great options, mm-hmm. so many, you know, mm-hmm. different vendors to choose from, so many different laser companies to choose right. from. But you just have to choose what aligns best yeah. with your brand for sure. Yeah. Do you have anything? Do you have so we typically ask, which again, it almost always comes up in the episode, but do you have any like advice for a new or struggling laser owner that we didn't necessarily cover, maybe? Um definitely figure out venting <laughs> because yeah you're not venting, you're going to to run into some issues. Um, we cut a bunch of acrylic because of these Stanley tags. And I was like a little worried for a second because I thought, you know, we have great venting and everything, but I think just the amount of fumes that yeah. acrylic puts out, mm-hmm. we started feeling a little woozy. Um, yeah. Well, and something people don't think about too um, is even, which I had answered in, in your post, was yeah. that the, the material itself has some even with perfect venting you're going to have some some off gassing from the actual item more so with acrylic i think well i don't know wood if i cut wood now i i smell a campfire for days Mm. because i'm not accustomed to that that smell 
I use so much acrylic. Um, but in, in your scraps will smell as well. Some people who are super sensitive, they actually take their, their scraps and they put them into a tub because you know what people think with, with venting again, it makes it this fine line to whether you have proper venting or not is they expect kind of zero smell and you can close to that. But unless again, you're putting your scraps in something, you're keeping your lid closed for, you know, a minute or two after, but if the product isn't immediately leaving your warehouse, your home right away, then it's sitting there and it's going to, you know, give a little bit off. Um, so all of that, yeah, all of that goes into it as well. Yeah, I agree. And I would say for someone that's starting off with the lasers and you, and I wouldn't get discouraged if your sales are not right off the bat, you're just you know, hitting a home run in your first right. couple weeks or month, yeah. it, it takes time. You know, you got to mm-hmm. find your your niche, your target yeah, market, yeah. you know, what products work for you. Just because Stanley tags are working for us doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Right. Yeah. There's so much business to grow on. You just got to take some time yeah. to figure it out. And I think going back to what we said, and instead of offering everything under the sun, like when we started, we just focused on cutting boards. It was the Webstaurant cutting board. We right. still have today, we have six or eight designs for that one board. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing we've had for three years and we probably could refresh our designs, but that's where yeah. we started. And we slowly yeah, but it's just started. Broken. I mean, you right. know, if it's I still selling it, and it's still working, then, you know, it's working. I saw a post yeah. in one of the groups, I think yesterday, and it wasn't a rant. He, he mm-hmm. was just saying like, I see all these posts about, Oh, I paid off my laser in two weeks and Oh, I, I made X amount this month. And he's like, I'm not discouraged. I'm not knocking on those people, but right. he's like, I don't want everyone to feel like discouraged or down because you're yeah. not at that level. You know, well, I think, a, yeah, go ahead. No, I, I think, I think what he was trying to say is, you know, there's, you know, everyone will eventually will get there. It may, right. Everybody is on their own path, different time. It's, you know, you may be spending a ton of hours. Some people may get lucky and spend a few hours and get that same return. But yeah. I think there's just so much to get around. So just, don't give up and well, you're going to get. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you interrupting. you're going to what? <laughs> no, you're good. I said, you're going to get there. Yeah. So what I was going to say is that a lot of the people, it's a good point to bring up because a lot of the people who listen to our, our podcast, you know, they're, we're going to have a lot of those people who um, did get like kind of a, a, a huge influx kind of in the beginning. So kind of like with your stamp books where you're like, mm, let's put this on marketplace. And then all of a sudden you have 50 to 60 right. orders. Like everyone who starts a business wishes for that start, but everyone's path isn't the same. There's so many factors that go into it. It's where you're, you're marketing. Are you, are you in a small town? Do you have to not go to Facebook marketplace because you're in a small town and going to just local, you're limiting yourself. And yeah. Do you have help from grandparents? Do you not have help? Do you have a remote job? Do you not have a remote job? We all have different paths. We all have different like experiences. And again, you're having your creative background and having made things and kind of doing things yourself that probably helped you create a quality product early on 
rather than where someone else, if they're just starting out with those stamp books, they may need to do them for a couple months to really get them to where they look great or have that quality or, you know, that kind of stuff. So comparing yourself, it's, it can be dangerous because you're, you're not seeing all of what happened in the background. You know, we're often not talking about how, you know, even you or my, you, you or me, we're not, often talking about like, oh, I tried these four items and they failed horribly. I try to be a hundred percent like transparent and honest with what works and what doesn't work, but that's, it's not something we do as often, you know? So there's still the struggles that we're all having, you know, behind the scenes and even those successful people are having that you don't see. So yeah, find, find your path, your way. Yeah. Yeah. And also, when you see someone posting their wins and stuff like that, mm-hmm. instead of taking that as a knock, mm-hmm. you know, kind of start maybe following them and seeing right. like, where are they posting that you're not? Right, um, exactly. What is their engagement is like, you know, are they, are they more active in the groups than right. you? You know, are yeah. they posting more in Instagram? Like kind of mm-hmm. try to, you know, see what they're doing right. and well, try to mimic that without really like <laughs> stealing like their style. It's, it's, cause, cause there's, there's, <laughs> funny you say right, right, because there's, there's been people there's who fine, follow. Well, well, there's a fine line of following <laughs> right. and mimicking, you know, because I mean, yeah, someone's doing this. So if, you know, if like you see them and they're um, the Stanley toppers going crazy, mm-hmm. now you're just pushing that and then they move on to keychains mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. blow up with keychains and then you just like that's different than what i'm right. saying is yeah. i'm saying like look to see where like like kind of like their business yeah. um model yeah almost instead yeah. of what they're exactly doing step for step look mm-hmm. to see where they're posting are they yeah. active right and this and that and then just like kind of use that as a role model maybe even reach out to them mm-hmm. and ask yeah. them to exactly. be like not necessarily like an apprentice but like right. like hey yeah. you know you you're killing it i see you everywhere this right. and that you know can you, you know, take me under your win? Yeah. I'm struggling in this, in this aspect. How do you make time? Right. You know, like that. Well, I feel like that's a good segue into what they're going to offer. So don't let me forget. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> but I have seen the people post in the groups and they're like, oh, I posted my Stanley toppers and I didn't get any sales. Cause they'll see right. somebody, oh, I put one post up and I had 50, I woke up to 50 sales. Right. Sometimes that's fake from a file designer, just trying to get you to buy their file. Yeah. So I don't do that, but some people do. Um, and, but then they see that and they think, oh, it's just one post right? and they'll post once, not get any hits and then not post again. And that's also not going to, you know, get people to buy. I mean, there's been so many times where I have seen something repeatedly in my Instagram and I will ignore it for a good 50 times. And then they'll finally get me because each time they wore me down and then I finally bought it. (laughs) I mean, no, it's true. We spend a lot of time um, in the classes that we've taught for the last two years. Now we spend so much time telling, you know, everyone, like you said, take inspiration from others in the community, but follow their lead in terms of what type of content they're posting. You know, we'll go into specifics of like, what time is the best time to post? What platforms, Mm -hmm. you know, do better for certain products. We try to arm them with, you know, as much information as possible to be the most successful. But one thing I do notice is, you know, let's say, and I'll do it a lot too in the groups. I'll say, you know, hey, we bought this $10 cutting board and, you know, we're able to sell it for $50. So try it out, you know, if you have Mm -hmm. access to the cutting board. And the number one comment I'll get is, oh, no one in my you know community would pay that much. And it's true. You know, like you said, you may be in a small town and maybe no one right. will pay for it. 
but that's the power of social media, right? You're not mm-hmm. limited to just your, your right. that's the power of e-commerce. You can sell nationwide, you could sell worldwide. Mm-hmm. So right. why limit yourself to a community that may not be able to support your price point? You know, mm-hmm. test the waters and see if you can get more. And that's kind of the philosophy we have, right. um, you know, used because we sell nationwide. So we don't have to worry about whether right. our community could support that or not. Yeah, it's the price to the customer you want not priced to what your customer wants to pay. Yes, exactly. exactly. And we've had our fair shares of we've priced something way too high yeah. and it doesn't move. And we lowered right. a price and we it, or we priced it way too low. We've raised the price. We've had mess yeah. up. Here. We've had tested products that just fail. Like the Stanley Topper, you know, to be honest, we did it on a whim because we thought we were pretty late to the game. Um, we're right. like, okay, these are already popular. I don't think, you know, there's a point in us introducing them. And we were driving home from Anuja's parents' house one night and we were like, well, the baby's asleep in the car seat. Let's just swing by the warehouse and, you know, print one out really fast and try it. So I took some, mm-hmm. you know, really <laughs> crappy pictures on our front porch and right. I posted it and it was a hit. We've sold like, I think over like 1700 tags or wow. something in the last couple of weeks. And um, where did I? A large influencer just kind of taking. Yeah, a large time. influencer did post it. But, you know, that's my point. Like just yeah. take a chance on a product. It may fail. And oh, I wanted to talk about pricing. So we started yeah. it out at $9 per tag. Mm. But then as we started making more and more and more, we're like, oh, my gosh, this takes a long time. Right. It's right. laborious and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's time consuming. So we slowly raised our price every couple of days. We went from nine right. to 10 to 11. And we're now at $16 per tag. Right. So yeah. we tested, you know, the water slowly and it wasn't a dramatic price increase, but right. you know, that makes well, you find, and I've, I've talked about it before as far as pricing on the podcast, but if you get half the orders at twice the price, you still made the same money right, and right. you did half the work. Yeah. So you, you finding that, that price that, that people will pay that also make it worth your time to exactly. make it, you know, it's, it, it can save you, you know, time and production that gives you more time to put into your business elsewhere or right. to relax or to spend that time with your family or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So talking about reaching out to someone that you see doing well, she, they are offering um, a discount on their mentoring um, calls that okay. they're um, offering now. So, all the listeners, the what do we what should we call them? The regular listeners, general admission, general admission <laughs> listeners, <laughs> they get ten uh, percent off with code Riley Black, yep. and then obviously the VIPs and Patreon at the uh-huh. Patreon table, they get a higher discount. Right, but for, you have to be a Patreon to know how yep. much you get. So if you're not, go join. Yep, right now. Five dollars, <laughs> four dollars, four dollars. How do you four dollars? Four dollars a month. Four dollars a month, and you get <laughs> discounts. What's the top one? Yeah. Quiz time. Twenty five. Oh, good job. <laughs> What's the next one down? <laughs> it's twelve. Twelve. <laughs> he, he's just testing you. Yeah. <laughs> well, she knows she created them. I did. <laughs> Still, um, <clears throat> this cough did not exist until now. Yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> And then it'll be it'll be done with right after we finish. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, how do people find you? 
So we, uh, a couple of different ways, we have a Facebook group uh, that's dedicated for, you know, laser business owners. It's called Homebound Laser Learners. So if you join our Facebook group, we um, post a lot of behind the scenes content on how we process orders, how we, you know, handle our warehouse operations. If we find a cool product that has done really well for us, we'll talk about the specifics. Um, so that's our Facebook learning group. We are on Instagram as well, um, just at Homebound Custom Decor. Uh, that's where we share all of our laser engraved products. So if you would like to gain some inspiration on things that, you know, have uh, been working for us, uh, feel free to join us there. And then, of course, we have our website, which is homeboundcustomdecor.com. And that's where you can find um, our mentoring session. This is something we actually just launched uh, this morning. So the timing is oh, nice. uh, really perfect. And you are the first uh, discount code that is out there. Okay. So we're really excited <laughs> about that. But um, it's basically a one-on-one -on -one session with us. It's an hour long and it's uh, no limitation. So you can ask about financials. You can ask about, you know, how we got started, um, very specific details on running a laser business. And we just want to, you know, if they have questions, we want to give answers. So um, it is a very open conversation on how we can help them grow their business. Great. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> All right. That's great. Well, thank you guys for chime coming in and uh, talking to us. Thanks thank you for having, yeah, thanks us. for having us. This has been great. This was fun. We could talk all night. I know, right? right. Well, you guys stay right there. But for our listeners and watchers, we'll be right back with our life update. And we're back. That was Did you great... miss us? <laughs> no, because it was right back to back. I know. That's yeah. true. They don't know that we talk. We kept talking for like another half hour. <laughs> right. Half an hour, yeah. an hour. Yeah. It happens all easy. the time. This recording so is easy. super long. Every time I put it in the computer, it's like four hours. I'm like, we had a four-hour <laughs> podcast? Right. Who do we think we are? Joe yeah. Rogan? Yeah, right. Anyway, um, and then yeah. it, got, it gets down because we talked so much before, before and, and after. after. And then, yeah. yeah. So but this is the life update. Yeah. Um, Still sick, but getting better, yep. I think. Yep. I mean, it's just, it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we said it again on the podcast. I, I struggle with, you know, taking the rest. And then when I feel better, right. not doing too much. So yeah. I'm still just just working on that. Um, you know, because again, like the keychain thingies are, are doing great. And I have mm -hmm. a bunch of new products that I want to get out and, um, you know, inventory that I need to go through and separate and add to the website. And you know, there's only so much time in the day. Yeah. So um, yeah, just finding that yeah. balance, but I'm, I am surviving and I feel okay. Yep. And I've had a good couple days like in a row. Um, so that's been nice. So, yeah. yeah. And, um, we found a, well, we knew how we were going to solve well, we our ordered venting, it forever but, ago. Right. We, we got windows yeah. installed on the garage door. So we added a new venting. panel. They like yeah. took out the old panel at the top that didn't have any windows. And then this one has four windows across yeah. the top. And it was funny because one of the first days we were the first day we worked in here after they installed it, I like I was all like chipper and cheery because the we work in a garage. So there's right. there's zero Cave. windows. There's no windows. Even in our old one car garage, it had a tiny little window. But not in um, the studio. No, but I we I didn't work in there oh, every right, day. Sure. The room sure. I worked in every day had a, had a had a window. And even though I had it closed most of the time. It was one of those shades that like lets the light mm -hmm. in. So I still had some like Natural sunlight light. coming yeah. in and I didn't realize I knew I missed it and I knew I wanted it after like a couple weeks working mm -hmm. in here. 
But once the day was installed, I'm like, I don't know if it's just that I feel better. <laughs> right. Or you're also feeling like better this, yeah, because yeah. it was like or it was like or it's just the sunshine or yeah. it's just both. But yeah. it was so nice. And we're like, we could see the sky so much brighter. in here. Too, yeah. Like I walk in here and I forgot today. I forgot to turn on the light until I walked like halfway in because it was just so much brighter. Yeah, and I think moving forward, you guys are going to know whether we recorded at night. Or <laughs> you might. Yeah, you might be able to tell because. <clears throat> Yeah, well, and we can get shades that that yeah. go over it. Or yeah. I've already thought about that. Um, but that panel is right. how we're going to hopefully vent, vent yeah, I don't want through the windows, the... which means we're going to start offering physical products. Yeah. Again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Probably tumblers. Yeah. The things that I love to make. It's yeah. going to be the yeah, tumblers, keychains. Mm -hmm. So there'll um, probably be a lot of reels. Maybe some cutting me. boards. Some I'm gonna go through all these blanks that I've had for literally a couple years. I'm gonna start there first. And if I like making them, I'll order more. Right. <laughs> if I don't like making them, right. then I sold them off and yeah. got to use them. So if you so. want your peen board <laughs> or your booby board personalized, Engraved, right? Let me know. You know, we can we'll be able to do that soon. <laughs> yeah, mostly for our friends and family, but yeah, and new neighbors. Well, I mean maybe not peen boards for friends. our new neighbors. That's true, but they have they're their own friends. lasers. Yeah, doesn't mean they want to do it. That's true. That's true. Things. I buy stuff all the time. Listen, the holidays, the holidays are coming up. They're, they're, make... Their lasers are busy working because the holidays are coming up. Touche. So there's that. And what else? Um, I am I'm on the tail end of the marketing course. I've taken all the like learning you sent modules. Some emails. I've sent I've sent my first round of 10 emails. I've got nice. one response that was a very nice no. Very nice no. And right. it wasn't a hell no never. No, it was it was a not right now. Yeah. It was a we're, we're not right now, but we'll keep you in mind for yeah. the future. We'll take so, it. So take that. Yep. So it, it was only 10 emails mm -hmm. that was sent out. But so I finished the course. There's a bunch of extra modules. There's a bunch of extra videos um, with it. But mm -hmm. the actual modules of the marketing and everything main, is complete. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, I'll be offering um, what are called video um, <clears throat> video business cards, which are very close to branding videos. Mm -hmm. um, to speak about your brand, about your company, what it is, and then um, you should do one for yeah. me. Yeah, no, for sure. Because <laughs> when good. so I mean it happened. We when talked about the it garage before, before, before the course yeah. because every time someone says, "What do you do?" The garage people sure, came, and I'm it's sure like it's get so hard for me to explain right what I do. Right. So, yeah, having a video that explains mm -hmm. it for me would just be so much easier. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. So there's that. And I mean, that video can also be sent to, um, you know, uh, an, as an email blast to mm -hmm. customers and everything so that people can um, <clears throat> know oh. what you do without. You know, there's also another one that's called um, frequently asked questions videos where, mm, where you one. answer frequently asked in a oh, video form for the and, then, chain thingies? and then you send it out to all your to um, everyone who signed up to your email, your email list, like. essentially. Yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of ways that video can solve yeah. more so than just reels and mm -hmm. and stuff like that. They're actually you can put on your website. Right. Um, I don't know how much it translates to like Shopify website because it's uh, e-commerce. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure there's a landing page where you can throw. Oh, a video there's on. totally so in in the layout. There's mm -hmm. a a place for me to yeah. to put that yeah. kind of stuff. And so. um, you know, we don't. I don't have to come to you because mm -hmm. for something like that, that's a talking head video. Um, it's very simple. We can set up a Zoom and then um do the interview that way. I'll record the Zoom and then I'll just I would just have you record your workspace and you know give you essentially like a shot list yeah type thing and you know we can 
can yeah, make honey. stuff happen. Yeah, Sorry, you're right? not tired. You're not boring. <laughs> I'm not boring. You're not boring, boring. But I'm, I'm so tired so, all of a sudden. It's like it hit me. Yeah. So uh, RileyBlackMedia.com and RileyBlackMedia Instagram. So excited. If you want to reach out and, um, you know, get a get a quote, yeah. we can talk about how we can make video work for your company. Yeah. Or if you and, know anybody who could benefit from his yeah. services too yeah. like yeah. any it's, leads would be great even if it's not like a hookup just oh right maybe you should reach out to um you know this person or yeah whatever exactly so hey because the hardest part sometimes is finding the people to to reach out to in the right. first place right. so. and again <laughs> they don't have to necessarily be super um super close because mm. there's a lot of things that can be done now virtually and mm -hmm. um you know and and also i mean not long but it does come at a lesser price because i don't come out and and shoot right. video you you shoot save the some video of the work yourself. Yeah. and then the downside is you do get you know i will give you a detailed like shot list and what to look for and you you know and add whatever it is you want but i am limited to that because right. i didn't shoot it myself yeah essentially um and yeah yeah then the last thing is Patreon. Yes. Subscribe. We need we need you yes. guys we need to Patreon. keep literally keep the light these on. lights on. Keep the light on. The yes. light. You know, There's you, you don't know like how so many you don't know how much wattage this LED takes. <laughs> <laughs> so much. So if you could so sign up for anywhere, has, this light, our electric bill has skyrocketed just for the not these lights. These lights are okay. He's this so light, is, but you can still subscribe anywhere. Yeah. Four dollars to twenty-five. Come on, four dollars a month. And I mean, you literally—I mean, it's that saying: you pay yeah. for like soccer yeah. and swimming lessons and that yeah. kind of stuff for for our family. So yeah. it's we we would love your support and we'd love to keep yep. going. We'd love to continue yeah. to have. And, hey, if you want awesome guests, a higher tier, so. it's fine too. Yeah, you, you, just you don't have to just send me before, money every month. Twelve, that's fine. twenty-five. Yeah, we have a lot of tiers for you guys to mm -hmm. to support. Lots of options. Yeah. And if you can't support that way, well, we got physical products coming up. So <laughs> lots of ways to support yeah. the, the hustle. Yes. Um, thank you guys for watching, listening, and sticking with us all this time. Mm -hmm. It's been another great episode of the Riley Black Chris and John. Bye. Mamie, we're all done. <laughs>